All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brown Senarebaji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak on covenants the majority of the masses will view the topic of a covenant from a business and professional standpoint rather than from a mental physical and spiritual standpoint as we've discussed and have broken down throughout the growth of the Narrow Path of the Righteous podcast. We've all been born into the shackles of mental, physical, and spiritual slavery in this Babylonian world system. From the minute we were born, our parents created a covenant with Babylon by signing a birth certificate. Essentially giving our rights away to Babylon. That's just one of the many examples. All the way up into our early childhood, when our parents sign us up for the school indoctrination system, the education system they call it, in which they can mandate that each parent has to put poisonous toxins in which they call vaccines into that child's temple. Which is just another example of a covenant. See, we all have been born as slaves mentally, physically, and spiritually in Babylon. That goes without saying. The only ones that this does not affect are the elites and their bloodline, their lineage, their children, who were born to create chaos and they were born to enslave the rest of us. You see, the system that they created was created by design. Make There's no mistakes in that. You see, they'll distract you and make you think that you know, there's different countries that are against each other with different policies and whatnot, different laws and different governance. See, they give you the idea of govern governments, which we already know the word government means to govern and meant is the mind, the mental. So they're already governing your mind by making you think that there's any separation in them. You see this Babylonian system has methodically been set up to enslave the people, regardless of which nation they're a part of. You see, another covenant they give you is the covenant of race and racism. 
They try to divide and conquer you through something as, as so naive as race, as the pigment, the color of your skin. And they use propaganda and various tactics to have the masses fight amongst each other regarding who's the most enslaved, who's the biggest victim in the system when everybody is a slave. Babylon has created so many paths of deception that the vast majority of the masses will be born as a slave and they will die as a slave. The vast majority of the masses will carry with them their mental, physical, and spiritual shackles from the cradle to the grave. That is the bitter truth for the majority of people. I mean, you just got to keep it real with yourself. You know, many of us will never be prone or open to the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Most High. We think that we can do it by ourselves. We think that, you know, as long as we comply, as long as we continue to listen to our government, as long as, you know, we continue to be obedient, that, you know, things will get better and return to normal. You know, we just got to vote the right president in, right? That's the mindset of the vast majority of people. Unfortunately, Babylon has brainwashed the masses to accept wickedness. Babylon has brainwashed the masses to accept and agree to any covenant that is offered or pushed onto them. In order to understand a covenant, you must view it from a mental, physical, and spiritual standpoint. You must take a step back and analyze your upbringing all the way into your young adulthood and into your adulthood. You will not be able to see things clearly as far as the deception of Babylon without the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Most High. You see, many people claim to be truthers, claim to be aware but they completely forsake, they completely disregard the Most High. They'll even go as far as mocking the Most High. They say, oh, or I know what the truth. I'm not being deceived, but yet they believe in evolution. They believe in a, a round spinning ball, a globe. They believe in space. They believe in science. All of these things that have been man-made and given to them. So they're in no way that much more, more intelligent than the average person who doesn't even claim to be a truther, that thinks everything is a conspiracy, which that type of person is a conspiracy theorist. You know, that is a covenant you create when you continue to hold on to anything from Babylon and you continue to run with it. That's still a covenant. No matter how you slice and dice it, no matter how you view it. You know, that's the thing that we have been noticing. The very small amount of people who really are most high only. Is we've been noticing a lot of people just talking, 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 saying they got the answers. Saying they know the truth, saying they know the solutions. And you're going to hear people saying, oh, all we need to do is band together. Create our own communities. Overthrow this tyranny. You know, you know how many times I hear that? Hey, people, get off your knees, stand for something. 
thinking that they have any control in this game. It's it's very foolish at this point. It's very foolish to be naive enough to believe that anything will change. And, you know, I don't argue with people. I don't need to convert or convince or debate or just persuade anyone. I just provide this type of information. I provided information to so many people, family, friends. I would say less than 5% of them have even taken heed. And even the ones who claim to have listened, claim to have understood it, I just watched them fall right back into the covenant. I watched them fall right back into the mental, physical, and spiritual shackles. You know, in a way, I understand it because a lot of people don't have the drive don't have the courage to be able to walk with the Most High. You know, the Most High is only going to give wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to those that the Most High deems deserving. So if you've been prone to living your life talking against the Most High, hating the Most High, ignoring the Most High, forsaking the Most High, rebelling against the Most High, then there you go. You're going to believe in your government. You're going to believe in a fake pandemic, a fake virus. You're going to partake in politics. You're going to love sports. You're going to love all of the things that Babylon gives to you as distractions. And you're going to continue to have a covenant with them. You're going to continue to go receive their health care. You're going to continue to believe in their education system. You're going to continue to believe in their financial system that all you have to do is work from the moment that you came out of college until you're 60, 65, and then you can retire with your money. And then, you know, maybe... Enjoy the next 10 years of your life if you're lucky. You know, that's that's where the separation is coming from the Most High because it's going to get so bad out here that the Most High is forcing people to choose their sides. He's Most High is forcing people to use their free will to choose their side. And these quote-unquote truthers, the quote-unquote people who are aware, are going to just go with the easy route. They're just going to comply. A lot of people are going to take that vaccine. They're going to take that mark of the beast because it's convenient. Because they don't have the most high. They're going to just, they're going to believe. They're going to believe, okay, this is all just one big coincidence. You know, that truth that the person tried to share with me. You know, the, you know they're, they're wrong. They, they can't be right. There's no way they can be right. They're, they're too negative. It's too much for me to handle, right? That's what's going to happen to the vast majority of people. They're going to go and believe that cryptocurrency is going to save them. That Bitcoin is going to save them. That Dogecoin is going to save them. That's where a lot of people are going. They're going to continue to create covenants with this system, regardless of whether they realize it or not. We are going to do a deep dive into a powerful tool that the wicked elites use on the masses, and that's covenants. The tool of covenants continues to keep the masses enslaved with next to no end in sight. We are going to do a deep dive into how to maneuver through Babylon in the end of days because this is what we are living through right now you can either accept the truth or you can continue to run from it 
If you decide to keep running, just know that everything will catch up to you. We are at a point where everything around us will continue to collapse, decay, and will eventually fall. How people don't notice this is beyond me, but then I always have to remind myself about the power of covenants, about the power of idolatry, what it does to someone. It, it creates a spell. Many people I know are under severe spells. They don't see Babylon collapsing. They don't see Babylon decaying. They don't see how it's falling right before them. And the righteous are rejoicing during these days while the wicked are panicking. Have you noticed? You know, many righteous people are stressed and worried, but there's nothing to fear. If you really are most high only, you are not out here fearful. You're not out here worried. You're not giving any energy to what this Babylonian society is trying to push onto you. You're not you're not stressed out. You're not giving any attention to these psyops. That's the last thing on your mind. You know, the righteous who are most high only are watching the masses freak out. And, you know, the elites are just giving them little small wins here and there. I mean, take for instance, this whole Derek Chauvin and George Floyd psyop. You know, I had created an episode called All Righteous Lives Matter Part 2. And I had predicted, you know, in my heart of hearts that they would have acquit Derek Chauvin. Or it would have been a hung jury or a mistrial. And, you know, and to my, not even to my surprise, they charged him, this actor, this character, on all three counts, I believe it was. I remember walking to my woman's house and just seeing how the people were celebrating just out of their mind. I saw people driving by the National Guard and honking at them and pretty much mocking the National Guard as if the National Guard have anything to do with this trial right now. I mean, outside of, you know, what we know is going to happen once the lockdowns come. But, you know, the masses are so out of their minds that they'll take any type of win. They be they view this as a win. I remember watching people on bicycles with signs, Black Lives Matter signs on their bicycles rolling around cheering, people from standing outside their balcony shouting justice for George. Excited, I remember watching a jogger. She had on a mask and she was jogging up and down the street cheering. And I just remember seeing remember feeling how weird this looked. How far from reality these masses are because they've created a covenant with their government. They believe in the psyops, they believe in the movements, they believe in race and racism. Because they have nothing else to celebrate. They have nothing else to be thankful for. Because they have no relationship with the Most High. The vast majority of them do, don't. If you really do, if you're Most High only, you would not even have blinked an eye or wasted any time following this trial or this psyop. You would have known what was, you already would have known what time it was. You know, I remember walking to my woman's house and quote-unquote black people coming out and did you hear the news did you hear the news they got him it's time to celebrate and i just like looked at them i just kept walking 
walking outside while I'm walking in the building and they're all excited saying it's time to celebrate. Celebrate what? I don't understand what you mean by celebrate. You're still in Babylon. You still have mental, physical, and spiritual shackles. Do you not notice that? You know, and one thing to note is in my heart of hearts, I really think that they're going to take the masses for a roller coaster ride on this one. I may not have been correct. I already told you from the get-go there's no way I'd be 100% correct in these psyops, but I've been very close to being correct on, on how this path would lead people. But now I'm starting to see things pop up, especially with that Maxine Waters and the whole comments that that character, that actor had made about inciting violence in a riot and how they still haven't even convicted this actor, this character, Derek Chauvin. They're going to wait until, I believe, June 20th, June 19th, whatever date it is. That's eight weeks away. And people forget that this Babylonian court system, this wicked court system, has so many loopholes in it that this man can more than likely be acquitted of all charges or acquitted of two charges or given the lesser, lesser charge. Just watch that happen. Watch something happen. And watch all the psyops are going to give to you in the meantime, leading up to this, before the real chaos hits during the summer, before the real lockdowns hit, before the quote-unquote real spikes hit. People are not going to realize that their own covenants, their own compliance in the system is what's bringing them to their own destruction it's what's bringing them to the end the most high is cleansing the world as we know it every nation around the world is being cleansed every nation around the world is being judged the people are forced to use their free will to choose their side And that's what we're witnessing today. Babylon creates mental, physical, and spiritual covenants to keep you trapped in the web of corruption, the web of deception, the web of evil, the web of fear, the web of violence, the web of vileness, and the web of wickedness. Covenants can be viewed as an alliance, pact, or treaty between an individual and this Babylonian worldwide system. These covenants come in the form of the education systems, the financial systems, the government systems, the healthcare systems, and the religious systems. A covenant in Babylon always comes in the form of deception and in the form of innocence. You know, that's the facade they give you that it's innocent. That, you know, they just want to make sure your children are educated, so join them. They just want to make sure that you're financially set and savvy, so follow our path. Just work hard for the rest of your life, the best years that you have, and then follow our path and you'll be fine. You know, vote for our leaders and our government system. They'll, they have your best interest at hand, right? You know, come to our healthcare system. Trust us. Put your life in our hands. You know, we're not going to call you a guinea pig, but, you know, just trust us. You know, come to our churches. Give us your money, your hard-earned money so that we can make you feel good on a Sunday, so that you can worship other gods and deities and demigods. But at the end of the day, we're gonna make you feel good though. 
You know, that's the facade that they give to us and they feed us. And I would say 95% of people fall for it. And they may not fall for all these systems, but they may, they're going to fall for at least one or two. This Babylonian system will always do the facade of wanting to take care of its people and have their best interest at hand. When these systems have proved time and time again that it's destroying you. You're a fool if you believe in this notion, even partially. You really believe that they have your best interests at hand? People that you don't know? I just never, I can never wrap my brain around that mindset. How we can be fallen this far from reality. That we're going to take... We're going to take the word of people that we don't even know. People that we haven't even spent any time with. And we're going to run with it. We're going to trust them. We've already been taught that if the ruler, the leader is wicked, the servants are wicked. The Most High has already taught us that. That's clear as day. Therefore, if you love and support this Babylonian system, you are an idol worshiper and you are wicked in some way, shape, or form. I'm not holding myself above anyone or exalting myself. I used to be very wicked. I used to live the same exact way. I used to partake in the education system, financial, government, healthcare, and religious. I'm still in the financial system. I'm still a physical slave to Babylon. But I've re released the mental and spiritual shackles where I don't care for their education. I don't care for their government or politics or their quote-unquote leaders. I don't care for their healthcare system. I don't care for their quote-unquote experts. I don't need them to heal me of anything. I have a connection with the Most High. I have people in my life who are righteous. I, I know how to cure myself. Nothing will befall me. That's what people don't understand. They're like, oh, well, what if you get cancer? Well, I mean, what do you mean, what if I get cancer? Well, what kind of question is that? That's dumb. If you are literally at stage one of thinking that cancer just pops up on people and these diseases come from nowhere and you don't take pay attention to the diet that you're eating, that you're putting the things that you're putting in your body, such as alcohol and drugs and eating like trash, not sleeping right, fornicating with random people. If you really are not paying attention to what you're putting in your body, then of course you're going to think that cancer just pops up out of nowhere. Of course, you're going to think it's hereditary, that it's just passed down. You know, so I don't need to lean on their healthcare system. I know the importance of working out in fitness. I know the importance of sweating out, out toxins, of giving my body what it needs. I know the importance of not drinking. I've spoken on many episodes that I used to drink wine and now I'm six weeks clean without wine. And I don't have any intentions of going back to ever having a glass of wine, let alone alcohol. I mean, I haven't had alcohol in over a year now, easily. I do not drink alcohol, and I never intend to ever again, as well as beer. I haven't had any of those in over a year. And so I'm, I'm thankful to the Most High for pushing me to stop even with, with wine. Stop smoking weed. Stop putting drugs in my body. Stop taking over-the-counter medications for things that I can heal naturally. So I, I can speak on people idol, idol worshiping and being wicked because I too lived that way. Like I've mentioned many times, we've all been deceived. That is why the righteous can speak on these type of topics with so much passion. 
we too were living a life of rebellion against the Most High. We too were living a life of wickedness against the Most High. Those who know my story know exa understand exactly where I'm coming from. Many of us had to remove ourselves from our old ways and even hit rock bottom for us to wake up to the truth of life, and that's what happened to me. The main difference is that the righteous are always searching for the truths of life. We aren't running from reality. You know how many people I see just run? They just take off, they just book it. I'm like, wow. They're just fleeing, backpedaling, sidestepping the truth. You know, I'm not gonna chase them down. I'm not going to be disparaging towards people who wanna live their own life. They have their own free will. So what somebody does does not matter to me. It doesn't affect me. course if they're a part of my life i'm gonna warn them i'm gonna correct them i'm gonna support them i'm gonna show them love i'm gonna be patient with them but i'm not gonna get upset if they want to choose a certain route in life or a path i don't have the energy to do that the righteous don't have the energy to do that and i would not suggest that you know the righteous aren't running from reality in fact, we only want the truth so that we know how to maneuver in our lives. We don't care if the truth is bitter or if the truth hurts. This is one of the main differences between the righteous and those who support wickedness. Those who support wickedness can't be bothered with truth. Those who support wickedness become complacent and lazy. Those are, these, they are oftentimes arrogant, egotistical, ignorant, naive, prideful, and stubborn. All aspects of my life that I used to live like. All of these aspects about the majority of people are what is leading them to the slaughter. Through their arrogance, through their ego, through their ignorance, through the, being naive, prideful, and stubborn. And that's what happens when you create a covenant with your enemy. You feel like there's no work that you have to do, that you can just sit back and just let them do everything. Regardless of what they push on you, regardless of what they, they expose to you, you know, as long as you can live in their system comfortable in what you deem comfortable, then you're cool. No one, no one cares. You know, I mean, people I see that just don't care about the truth, don't care about nothing, just change the subject. You can't even talk about anything with people nowadays. These people are so surface level. They're so afraid to go deep on a topic. They're so afraid to, to go against the grain, to break out from the herd. Because they are zombies. They are the walking dead in most cases. They don't have the ability to, to think the way that you do most in most cases. The majority of the masses are under the covenant of Babylon and are willing to trade their souls in for it. A good chunk have already traded in their souls for this Babylonian system. The righteous can see it. There is no covenant that is too deceitful, evil, vile, or wicked for the majority of the masses. They'll run with it. The masses realize that they're viewed as use masses don't realize that they're viewed as useless eaters and pawns on a chessboard in the eyes of the wicked elites. They don't know this. To have a covenant in Babylon is extremely dangerous because it can cast a spell on those who partake in them. 
Some covenants are stronger than others, which makes them harder to come up, come from under their spell. And in my opinion, the biggest covenant is the religious covenant that the majority of the masses are brainwashed and blinded by. Idolatry is arguably the worst form of rebellion against the Most High because you're giving the glory of the Most High to something else or someone else. Whether that something is else is a person, place, or a thing, it doesn't matter. It is still idolatry in the, in, the, in the end of the day. The Most High despises idolatry because the Most High is our creator. When you give praise or you give your heart and soul to something other than the Most High, you're in idol worship. No, one, no doubt about it. When you put the word of your pastor your preacher, your priest, your pope, before the word of the Most High, then you're in idol worship. If you trust your education system and the professionals within it, you're an idol worshiper. You know, if you put your government, your healthcare, the financial systems all before the Most High, you are an idol worshiper. There's no doubt about it. And that's why we are at a crossroad. That's why things will continue to progressively get worse and worse and worse. And to the masses are on their knees pleading. It's going to get to that point. It's already gotten to that point for a lot of people. A lot of people have snapped. A lot of people have lost it. A lot of people have taken their own lives. is the reason that you woke up today and are listening to this podcast the most high is the reason why you are alive to see another day the most high is the reason why you have siblings parents or your own family the most high is the reason why you have children the most high is responsible for creating everything in this entire world from the animals to the ecosystems to the habitats to the lakes to the mountains to nature to the oceans to the plains to the rivers and to the valleys and so on and so forth the most high created our earth the earth is the canvas of the most high so by giving your glory to something else you are insulting the Most High. Idolatry is giving your glory to a person or a thing. That is why idolatry is spoken against so harshly by brothers and sisters in the truth, because it needs to be spoken about. And that's why these covenants are a form of idolatry. If we, as a majority, simply stopped with the idol worship, 
the entire world would change instantly. We would realize, hey, wait a minute, we don't need this education system. You know, we don't need this financial system. We don't need this government system. We don't need this healthcare system. We don't need this religious system. All we need is the instructions of the Most High, and all we need to do is be righteous and care for one another, love one another, support one another, correct one another, help one another, aid one another. The entire world would change instantly with this mindset. Because the path of man, the covenant in the Babylon is going to lead the masses to the grave, to the slaughter. It's right in front of you. I just don't understand how it's gotten this bad. I mean, I know the reason behind it spiritually, but it's like you can tell somebody something and you can think in your heart of hearts that they're listening, but instead they do the opposite. That's when you know most people have chosen their side using their free will. That's when you know the Most High has all but wrapped it up with most people. Most people are no longer in the Most High's grace. And that's a very dangerous and unfortunate position to be in, especially with where the world is going. You know, if we all stopped with the idolatry, everything would be much different. Instead, our ancestors partook in idolatry, then passed it down all the way to our generations who are also passing it down to their children in the future generations. Why do you think the state of the world is so evil, vile, and wicked? Why do you think the entire world is collapsing in front of our eyes? It's because of the dire warnings from the prophets. The righteousness that was given to us as steps to live on this earth has all but been ignored by the majority of the masses. They can't be bothered. Plain and simple. We are now at a point of no return and things will get worse in order for them to get better. We are in the end of days for the wicked, which is why we've continually we're continually seeing more and more calamity each and every day. What used to be a much calmer and relaxed world has turned into hysteria and panic. That in and of itself is undeniable. Those with eyes to see with, ears to hear with, and minds to think with will not deny these factors. The covenants that our parents agreed to have affected us, their children. The covenants that we as adults agree to have and will continue to affect our children and our future generations. That is why we spoke about the importance of breaking generational curses. We already know that fathers are not to be put to death. From the sins of their sons and vice versa. 
so yes we do have the power to change the trajectory of our lives and the trajectory of our children's lives too many men and women act like they have no choice in the matter that they can't break these covenants and return to the most high that's the one thing i notice is a lot of people just throw up their arms and say there's nothing i can do And that is completely false. The time is now to stand on our own two feet or die on our knees. These upcoming days, weeks, months, and years will expose those who are truly righteous and those who are truly wicked. Even the ones posing as righteous men and women will quickly be exposed because they'll agree to new covenants in this Babylonian system. They'll do whatever they can to remain a part of the Babylonian system. They'll do whatever they can to fit in into the New World Order agenda that is amongst us, that is right in front of us. Many people will. You know, the first sign is just going outside and seeing how many people are wearing the muzzle. On a nice, warm day, guarantee you can you can count multiple there's going to be a majority wearing the muzzle even outside and out of those people who were in the muzzle ask yourself how many are going to go take the test the, the pcr test give away their dna puncture their own brain not even research what they're doing to themselves what that person is doing what's on the end of that cotton swab with that they call it not even knowing what morgellons are, parasites. And then of the people who are taking the test and believing in this show, how many people are going to take the vaccine? You know, you see where this is going? Once people take the vaccine, how many people are going to be okay with the Pentagon-created microchip and the Amazon One palm reading? How many people are going to be okay with a Bill Gates-funded quantum tattoo? You got to start asking yourself that because it's going to be pretty obvious that if you even comply in any of these steps, you're more than likely going to lead yourself to your own destruction because you're just going to be like, well, it's only just one more step. Then you take that step. Then you're like, oh, it's only one more step. Then you take that next step, especially when the heat is on, when the pressure's on. Pressure bust pipes. Pressure will destroy people. And we are witnessing it today. It's, it's, it's undeniable at this point what's going to happen to many people. And you know, and it's, I've made my peace with it. I've accepted it because there's absolutely nothing that I can do for people who don't want to do anything for themselves. There's nothing that I can do for people who don't want anything to do with the Most High. You know, and that's that's okay. I've truly accepted that. You can just pray for them and hope that wish for the best for them. That's it. You don't need to be mad at them. You don't need to insult them. You don't need to argue with them. You don't need to try to convert or convince or debate or persuade them. Just let them do them. Everybody has the right to use their own free will and choose their side. 
just like the righteous have the right not to partake in muzzle muzzling themselves and cutting off their oxygen and taking in and, and going about using PCR tests and taking a vaccine and being experimented on. We all have our own right. Most High gave us free will. We can choose to create a covenant or we can choose to avoid it. It's our our right. So who am I to argue with somebody who doesn't want who wants to do that? I'm just going to present the facts to you, show you a different perspective, and then I'm going to move on. Even if one person out of 100 receives the message, then I've done my job. Let's look at the definition of a covenant. A condition in a contract such as a deed or lease non-performance or violation of which gives rise to a cause of action for breach a condition in a contract such as a deed or a lease a usual usually formal solemn and binding agreement a written agreement or promise usually under seal between two or more parties especially for the performance of some action the common law action to recover damages for breach of such a contract so synonyms, accord, alliance, compact, convention, pact, treaty, bond, contract, deal, guarantee, surety, warranty. So people, of course, are going to look at this from a business and professional angle instead of from a spiritual angle and ask themselves, what are you really signing up for? What is the seal between two or more parties? especially for the performance of an action. What, what kind of deed or lease am I signing up for? How does my non-performance create a, vi a violation which gives rise to a cause of action for breach? That's Babylon. You know, I've already spoken on trusting in these education systems let's look at the education system for instance i've already mentioned by partaking in the education system you have agreed to a covenant with babylon right off the bat by enrolling think about the word enroll you're enrolling you're agreeing to their terms and conditions so when you enroll your child or children in these education systems you're basically giving up your rights as a parent you're basically giving them over to the federal government, to whatever state is watching them, whatever care, whatever foreseer, because we know teachers are basically just their authority figures and their foreseers, their gatekeepers. The vast majority of us were indoctrinated through the educational system as children and now adults. And unfortunately, the indoctrination system is only used to bamboozle, deceive, and manipulate the masses. I mean, look around. Most people don't even realize that they're a predictive program. They don't even realize that they're being controlled, that they can only give you an emotional response. That's most people. They can only regurgitate. That's most people. You know, when you tell somebody that goes against the status quo, just, just look at how they react. Look at the veins pop in their neck. Look at the wrinkles on their face because they're upset. Or look at them, look down at their phone and not even want to engage with you anymore. They're tuning you out. That's, that's the level we're at with people. 
this system, this covenant that they created has taken part of their soul. And the majority of the masses never recover from the education indoctrination systems. You know, when you're a child, that's when you're your most curious and inquisitive because you want to know everything. Somebody tells you something, then you want to know, okay, so if that's the case, then why does this happen? You want to connect every dot. But the older these children get, the longer they are pushed through this indoctrination system, the more they learn that, hey, I can't speak out of turn. There's an authority figure. I have to listen to them. Whatever they tell me goes, even if it doesn't sit right in my spirit. And if I question it, I'm going to be put into timeout. My parents are going to be talked to. I'm going to be disciplined or punished for being myself. For just wanting to know why you're telling me something. And then once you push that into high school, into college, there comes the herd mentality. Or the majority rules. That's when they introduce that to you. They introduce you to it younger, but that's after you go through the puberty stage and you just want to fit in. Most people just want to fit in where they get in. So, of course, going against the grain would make you unpopular. It would make you seem like a weirdo. It would make you seem crazy. And you know, at that tender age, that young age, after puberty, going into your adulthood, those formative years, most people don't want to be isolated. They can't, they can't afford to because oftentimes friends become people's lives at that age. Almost more so than family. You're going through that individualistic stage where you're, you're, your friends sometimes are, are oftentimes a reflection of you at that time in your life. And so once you go through this system, you eventually become an obedient slave to Babylon. By the time you're in the high school, in college, you already know the whole notion of authority. You view your teacher and professor as your end-all be-all, that they are to never be questioned. That whatever's in that textbook, written by who knows, is 100% fact, and you can never, ever question it. And then once you come out of school with all that, in most cases, most, most people have a lot of debt. Average person has debt. They come out of school. They are told they need to get a job. They need to get a career. That career tells them, well, you need experience. They're like, well, how do I get experience? Well, they're like, well, slave for us. Here's 30, 40 K. Here's 50 K. I know you have all these student loans, but I know you want to, you can't afford to pay for rent, but figure it out. You see how they set you up right off the bat. And then you can't question your, your boss. You can't question your supervisor. You can't question management because you don't want to lose that job, right? You're a couple steps away from being homeless in most cases if you don't have your parents to fall back on. So you learn how to become obedient very quickly in life through this educational system, through this indoctrination. I mean, ask yourself, do you truly believe that the Most High set up this world for our childhood to be spent in school, in the education systems for 12 to 18 or more years? That the Most High didn't give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in order to navigate this world in which we could have learned other skills, like actual skills for life, not sitting in a classroom all day? learning about mathematics that you'll never apply to your life. And I'm not saying mathematics are not important. I'm saying there's certain 
areas that we are just wasting time. Do you know how many people I've heard say in college, oh, this subject was a waste of time. I've just wasted my money. Yeah, that's exactly what that's supposed to do to you. You're not supposed to learn anything from it. You're just a member. You just memorize and you regurgitate. Only to come out with debt and have to chase after a nine to five career, 40, 50 hours a week living. You live for your weekends, right? You hate Mondays, right? Think about that life. Do you think the most I wanted you to even acknowledge time like that? Like Babylon has given us time. You just come out and you hate your the fact that it's quote unquote Monday. Come on, man. The educational system is run by the government. The government funds the educational system. It's changed it over time. Before this funding, you can even look into it for yourself. Children were taught arithmetic, agriculture, how to grow food, how to understand the soil if it was rich enough to grow food, economics, how world economics worked, finances, investments, outdoor survival, how to be self-reliant along with a plethora of other skills. So yeah, we've always been slaves to Babylon, mentally, physically, and spiritually, but even when we were set decades ago, we at least received skills. Then, you know, the system, the federal government realized, wait a minute, these people are actually thinking for themselves. They know agriculture. They know how to sustain themselves. We can't give them GMO foods. They're growing their own food. They realize what, so, what, what is rich soil. They know how to invest. They know how to balance their checkbook. They understand outdoor survival. This is not, this is not what we want. The indoctrination in the education system was created solely to remove any wisdom, knowledge, and understanding from our children and our future generations. That's the whole point of it. And the wicked elites have bent their bow at the most vulnerable, which is our babies and our children. That's who they want next. Because the wicked elites realize that they couldn't control, they couldn't at least easily control, deceive, and manipulate the masses. So they needed to remove all of these skills that I spoke about from the educational system. They want a system of control for every generation to be bred into obedient slaves. I mean, think about it. They want you dumbed down. They want you to give that fluoride look. They don't want you to know how to grow, grow your own crops, be able to understand how to feed your family without them. They don't want you to collect rainwater or well water. They want to inhibit every single way for you to be self-reliant. Why do you think we've gotten to this point where people are literally putting an experimental gene therapy in their body, which they call a vaccine, in order to save their jobs? Think about that. That's the point in which they've brought us to. This covenant, this educational system has taken away all of our skills and it's dumbed us down and it's made us rely solely on careers and jobs in order to maneuver not on the most high not on wisdom knowledge and understanding but man the system of man I mean, why do you think they created schools to be compulsory most people are going to be like what does that mean well compulsory means mandatory enforced meaning required by law a rule or obligatory you're obligated so when you sign that covenant when you sign those terms and conditions for your child you're signing them over to Babylon. That child no longer belongs to you. 
when you sign that birth certificate, that child no longer belongs to you. People really don't read in between the lines. And the synonyms from compulsory are forced, imperative, incumbent, involuntary, mandatory, necessary, non-elective, obligatory, preemptory, and required. So there's no escaping it unless you want them knocking on your door, calling or emailing you and harassing you. Unless you want to deal with that. That's why it isn't wise to continue to send our children to these schools. Because all that's going to happen is that your child is going to be brainwashed into predictive programming and manipulated. And and the generational curses will continue. I mean, look at children nowadays. Not even connected to nature. When that's all we used to care about was being outside, riding our bikes, playing sports, shooting hoops, jumping in the sand, the dirt, playing, using, you know, seeing things, feeling them, playing with bugs. Now kids can't be bothered to do any of that. They're too worried about messing up their shoes putting creases in them they're too worried about messing up their outfit right the perfectly set up outfit that they instagram every two seconds they're too worried about you know not looking down at their phone and responding to that message or looking for that pokemon You know, it's honestly foolish to think that the educational indoctrination system and covenant is beneficial for your children. I mean, when you really break it down, once you agree and comply to their compulsory rules of the education system, you've created a covenant with your enemy. Once you sign any of their covenants, like a birth certificate of social security, terms and conditioning, terms and conditions to school, you've handed over your child to this wicked Babylonian system, regardless of whether you realize it or not. You have no control of your children once they're tied to Babylon. And Babylon makes it extremely difficult to pull your child or children out of the education system. I've already spoken on the rules and regulations for homeschooling, especially once you've signed that covenant, they make it very difficult to the point where you still have to use their curriculum. You still have to use their standardized testing. Otherwise, you could be in trouble. You still have to vaccinate your children in most states, even after signing, even after removing them from the education system. Think about that for a second. How outrageous is that? mentioned, I will never register my child and children for a birth certificate, for a social security card, for school. There's no way I'll ever bring them into the system. There's just no way. Because I know the wickedness behind it. I know what it's doing to them. I know what it will do to them. I've studied my enemies. I know how they they are, how they operate. I'm not going to allow the governor to become the parent of my child, the foreseer, the guardian. 
I'm not going to allow my child to be in a system where it takes all of the quality of time away from me and my child, especially the early years when they need to be around their mom because the mom's the nurturer. The child needs to be breastfed up to a certain age. The child needs to be close by mom. The child needs that natural nurturing. They need that good relationship with the, the mother. The child needs that amazing relationship with the father. You know, and this is what the education system, this, these are what these covenants do to you. The education system creates covenant where you're a slave. The financial system, the government system, our healthcare system, our religious systems are all covenants, brothers and sisters. We got to start thinking for ourselves. We got to start making the moves to remove ourselves from the system because things are about to hit the fan and I can't stress that enough. I mean, the fact that we are at this point should already show you, should already show most people that something is inherently wrong. And I do believe people feel that deep down, but I in my heart of hearts, those that don't believe in the Most High are just going to continue to disregard it and ignore it until it's too late. And that's unfortunate. And those are the ones that need to hear this the most, this message the most. But in most cases, they can't be bothered to do so. It's, it, you know, a lot of people just don't want to use their time for things that better them and things that help them. You know, the next covenant that I'm going to discuss is trusting in this, these financial systems. You know, through the educational system, we've been brainwashed into obsessive, obsessing and worshiping money. Honestly, even kids nowadays obsess and worship over money. Young kids. Because Babylon has given them the concept of vanity and materialism where they need to have the freshest set of Jordans. The, the newest Nikes, the newest LeBrons, the newest Yeezys in order to mean and be something. And money is already known as the root of all evil. Most societies agree. Money is what has controlled men and women in this Babylonian system. There's no disregarding that. It keeps us in bondage. Without money, we wouldn't need to work our lives away. You know how many times I hear from people in my life to say that they just, they're not happy with their job, their career, constantly changing. You know how many people I know that have changed careers multiple times only to come to the same conclusion? Because, you know, the thrill of something new just, you know, wears off. The thrill of that training where you're really not working you're just getting to know people or you may be learning a few new skills or being in introduced to a few new things. Once that wears off, once the honeymoon phase is gone, most people immediately hate what they do. Some of my closest friends have told me blatantly that they hate what they do. And they ultimately will go from one bad situation to another bad situation that may even be worse just because they're promised a few more dollars. You know, maybe a couple thousand more dollars, maybe $10,000 more, tens of thousands of dollars more, only to be taxed on it. Only to have to work overtime to receive that. There's so many ways that they can deceive you and lead you down a certain path. Without money, we would be able to share our resources amongst each other. 
because money creates reliance on this Babylonian system. Every time you obsess about money, you have to give your glory and give everything away to this Babylonian system, your energy, your time, your emotions, your focus. You give away your soul to Babylon. Money creates continued reliance on the system. Money continues to suck away your energy, your time, and eventually your soul. Do you think the wicked elites care about money when they can print it out of thin air? You know, so many people ask, you know, if COVID wasn't real, or what wasn't real and this is an agenda aren't these people gonna lose money think about sports man think about sports these empty stands they're not making money they're losing money and it makes you think it's it's a pretty simple answer they print the money they already have the resources they already have the lands access to the food access to the clean water you best believe that they're not living where you and I live. Stuffed up in apartments or ghettos or in suburbs, strategically placed. You best believe they're not living where we live. You best believe they're not eating the same foods that we're eating. You best believe they're not drinking the same water that we're drinking. So money for them is just a form of control they don't even need money because they realize they have resources you see what i'm getting at when you share the resources that makes money invalid it makes it null and void it makes it unimportant so when they can print it out of thin air of course they don't care about their stadiums being empty that's just to push their agenda You gotta ask yourself that. You gotta think strategically and think outside the box. They control every aspect of the financial system, so it's not a loss for them. Think about it. Only they can provide you in the world with the money, and only they can prov- tax you and the rest of the world on your own money that you quote unquote earned. And only they can use inflation on your money they can raise the price of everything think about how everything has increased since you were younger people great example gas you don't think they're inflating things right in front of you they can do that at at the switch of a button at their discretion at their desire all the way to the point where the masses get charged interest to keep their money in the bank i mean think about a bank a banking system in which the banks don't even have access to all of the money that is deposited from the people. I mean, think about that that psyop they gave you with the Great Depression and that story, that story they gave you. People trying to rush to the banks, but the banks didn't have enough to give them their money. That's, that's what they are doing today. Say you have 
50k in the bank between your checking and savings and say you wanted to go grab that you know if it's just you going to grab that on a random day sure they may be able to write you a check or you know whatever process they need to do to give you that money to wire it to you you know whatever it may be but say it's you and your neighbor and your neighbor's name you know so on and so forth say it's multiple people going to the bank and they're like hey the next person has 100k between checking and savings the next person has 1.5 million between checking and savings and all of you want to take your money out say the next person only has five thousand dollars in savings in, in their checking they may only be able to help that person with the five thousand dollars the next people they may hey we don't have enough funds or we have to wait you know we'll let you know no bank has all of your money then that doesn't have they they you know what they do they loan and give your money out it's like a it's like a it's like a cycle they borrow your own money out for loans and other reasons and still charge you and I interest on these loans. And they're obviously using it for other reasons too. I mean, the whole system is entirely rigged. The whole financial system is rigged. And history has only proved to us that these Federal Reserves and banks are the ones who financed all of the world wars over the centuries. And what have I said about war? Propaganda teaching you to hate somebody that you don't even know across the world that you haven't even met for whatever reason they tell you to do so think about that they just throw a sigh up on you and then you get in mad you get in your emotions and then you go risk your life you go push your children to go kill innocent people and they finance that they finance your destruction they use propaganda to create these false wars and then use people as pawn pieces. It's been, I mean, it's so out. It's the information's out there, man. You can't just keep hand holding and spoon feeding people anymore. You just got to give them the information, give them the cited sources, and let them do the work if they don't want to believe you, or if they want to look into it for themselves. These financial systems are used to control us and have us living our lives to make money. We live to work and work to live. Do you really think that this is how the Most High envisioned the world to work like? You know, that's why I can't really connect with most people anymore because it's like such basic surface level relationships. All people can talk about is their salary, their money, their cryptocurrency, their impeding wealth their house their materialism their cars it's it's to me it's like i don't i can't relate to you because i already see that this is all an illusion i already see that the system's falling so you want to get rich in babylon right now you want to continue getting rich in this system in this society in this world all right you're showing the most high and you're showing the righteous who you are that's really what it's about that's a covenant the financial system is a covenant and it ties you, it, it, it enslaves you, it ties you down. The next covenant that I'm going to speak on is trusting in the government systems. You know, anytime you vote, you're agreeing to a covenant between you and your enemies. The majority of the masses are finally waking up to the facts that their votes have not counted. And you know, and most people are so naive enough to think that this last election was rigged in America. No, it's been every single presidency 
all presidents are set up through bloodlines and gematria scripts. They're scripted. It's by the numbers. They're here for certain agendas. Bush was here to usher in psyops in the new world in the beginning of the huge push for the new world order agenda with 9-11 and the colonization of other countries and longtime wars that we still are fighting. Then you had Obama here to push more and more war. And then you know how much blood Obama has on his, on his hands? From drone strikes to continuing what Bush was doing to pushing the LGBTQ to making gay rights legal. You know how much blood Obama has on his hands? To pushing the whole Trayvon Martin psyops and the birth of Black Lives Matter? You, you think that was just done by coincidence when we quote unquote got a first black president? You think that was done by coincidence? And then you had Trump. Trump was the master manipulator as far as making people think that Trump actually was a part of a deep state. Like that's a crazy that's just such oddball thinking. Like Trump was going against the people in you think that would ever happen? Trump was here to create anger and more divide based upon what Obama had set up for him. We already had race tensions under Obama with this with all of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Trump was just coming in to do so, to make it further, to stir the pot, and then now you have Sleepy Joe grabby hand Joe can't keep his hands off little girls to push in the new world order agenda to push that vaccine on on you to create goals of 200 million vaccinated to push the climate change then eventually push the alien invasion script that they have for you next they're already talking about it why do you think they're talking about space so much lately why do you think they're talking about UFOs sightings lately got to be honestly out of your mind to believe in this government system at this point as if some random president just came into power in any country or continent throughout the world it's not just america they're all by the script all of these countries work together all of these countries work together to create confusion hysteria and violence through their wars you know your government confuses you by creating the facade of federal and state levels they create a facade of a different tiers of power so that they can continue to play the blame game. Your government never wants to be blamed, of course. They're gonna just get, put the blame on the state, on the on the politics, on the legislature, on the small business, the big business. It's never them, right? That's why people continue to eat out of the palm of the government and believe in them. While the government can sit back and say it's up to the state in regards to an issue, when in reality, they're all one and the same. They can sit back and say, well, that business has the right to do whatever they want. They're a, you know, they're a private business. In the, in the reality, they are a government entity. Regardless of Democrat, Libertarian, or Republican, they're all one of the same. They're all a part of the Nephilim beast worldwide system and are here to destroy the masses. It's a covenant that you're a part of if you, if you want to live by that. The fact that you even want to live by the idea of people having authority, dominion, or governance over you is out of outrageous. You know, we are lured into believing in the American dream or prosperity throughout the world. As long as we go down the paths in which this Babylonian system has given us. And what many people don't realize is how they're being mocked with the facades of the American dream or prosperity throughout the world. 
like I mentioned, we're being taxed, which is an abomination to the Most High. We're being taxed on literally everything possible. We're being hit with inflation. We are being hit with interest in loans. Taxes, loans, inflation, and interest are all an abomination to the Most High. They're forms of control and slavery. And we've been indoctrinated into buying homes using the model of a mortgage. You know, we are under the deception and facade that we quote unquote own our homes. And that is far from the truth. According to the PeteSisco.com article entitled, You Don't Own Your Home and Never Will. I'm not talking about the bank holding the mortgage on your home. Even if you think you own your home free and clear, you really don't own it at all. You lease it from the state and it sets the terms and conditions that allows you to occupy the house or sell it to another lessee. The state owns the house and land in perpetuity and you cannot alter this arrangement. You hear what the author is saying? You lease it from the state and it sets the terms and conditions. What did I say about terms and conditions? That's a covenant. The author goes on to say, when I was a kid, my dad bought a new four bedroom house in 1964 for about 28,000. He had a good job and stuck his financial neck out by taking on a whopping monthly payment of 190 on a 25 year mortgage. He and my mom would talk about how they would, that how, when they got the house paid off, they would never have to pay the 190 every month, and that would basically put them on easy street. My dad never made it the 25 years. By the time my mom paid off the mortgage, the monthly property tax bill was $450 per month. There's no way to pay off that, that off once and for all. And in fact, it is subject to constant increase by p- political whim. Eventually, the money paid in relentless property taxes exceeds the cost of the home. What was true for her is true for all homeowners. Moreover, the terms and conditions under which you occupy, quote-unquote, your home are a further burden to you. You can't add onto the home without permission. You can't subdivide the land without permission. You can only have certain pets and only a certain number of them. You must maintain the home to a certain standard. Violation of any rule can cause you to lose the home and be evicted for repeated non-compliance with state laws. After all, they are the true owners. Depending on your tax jurisdiction, when you die, a large portion of your home's value can be claimed by the state and your heirs would either have to pony up the cash or sell the home to pay the inheritance taxes. Then the state resets the clock with a new tenant. Throughout the long life of the home, the state does not contribute a penny to the expense of the home's upkeep or the cost of complying with the myriad of regulations concerning things like fence heights, swimming pool regulations, tree trimming, wildlife regulations, and dozens of other ordinances by or bylaws. Moreover, the state granted monopoly utilities provided to the home Water, phone, gas, and electricity are further taxed at constantly increasing rates, which you must pay in order to occupy the home. Claiming to be the quote-unquote owner under these unilateral and coercive terms and conditions, 
begs the definition of the word ownership. I have briefly lived in a communist country and I can tell you there is very little practical difference in home ownership there. Oh, plus their kids didn't have to put their hand over their heart and pledge allegiance to the state every morning at school. I guess that would too be Orwellian for communists. So the owner does a great job of just breaking down common sense behind it because most people are so braggadocious and boastful about owning a home. And it's like, I've never, I used to want to, of course, I used to want land, but now the way I look at it, now that what I know about Babylon and where it's going, I could care less about a home. I don't want to have all that upkeep and all those expenses. If something goes out, my dryer goes out or the furnace goes out. You think I want to pay for all that? It's just a game. It's a game. They make you a lessee. Think about that. You just you just own the rights to live there. That's crazy. You don't even own it. That's like imagine. You think people would would be cool with going out to buy clothes, but you know they have to wash and keep them clean, but they don't actually ever own them. You can't pass it down to you know a sibling or your children. You can't go and donate those clothes to make some money when you're done. When you're not in need of them think about that you think people would be cool with that according to the ezine articles.com entitled article entitled you don't own your house written by kent beg begston and published on april 17 2009 that's true the bank does i hear you say the fact is that even if it has been paid off it does not belong to you all you bought was the right to use. When you signed the papers for the land registry, you signed over the house to the state. And unless you pay all your taxes and comply with the myriad of statutes dictating how to look after it, they will come after you and might even take it away from you if you are not coughing up. This is also true for your car your children and even your own body you or your parents have at some time signed away the title to these things to the state you signed your children over to the state when you signed the birth certificate or some other registration paper shortly after the birth, their birth that is why the state can take them away if they think you are un- an unfit parent or you do not look after them the way the state thinks they should be looked after and raised at the worst part of it is that they tricked you into doing this voluntarily. They made it seem mandatory, but there is no law requiring you to sign anything. They use a foreign language to do this, one that appears to be English, but is not. Legality. This language has definitions that are vastly different from the ones used in common English. For example, the word must, M-U-S-T, can mean may, M-A-Y legality so if it says you must sign it means you may sign think about that brothers and sisters how devious that is you know i've always said words are spells so they can create their own basically form of words under the guise of legality but then use english language for different meanings you know how wicked that is The truth is that the world we are presented with and the actual world of what really is going on are are two different things. 
But since the government controls the media through licensing and the schools through the Department of Education, we have been raised to believe things are a certain way. This conditioning can be quite deep. But are we told the truth? That is for you to decide. Another example where we have been grossly deceived is in the subject of money. Did you learn in school how the money system actually works? Where does the astronomical amounts that our governments borrow from national and international banks come from? Where do the money that you borrow from your mortgage and credit cards come from? The truth is stranger than fiction. What happens is that when you apply for a loan, this application is then converted into an IOU slash negotiable instrument, which in, in the eyes of all parties involved except you, you ignorant fool, has the value of the sum written on it. So the bank takes your application and enter it into its accounting ledgers as a deposit or sells it for the stated value and enters the value received into an accounting as a deposit. Now the bank actually owes you money. To balance its books, the bank or credit card company now releases credit that comes out of thin air into your account to the stated value. Now the books of the bank are balanced. No one owes you anything, but you, but they do not inform you about us about this. If this becomes public knowledge, the whole scam would fold. Who would like to repay money they actually created themselves? And what did I tell you about these covenants, brothers and sisters? There's people out there already speaking on them. I was already speaking on these covenants well before I found these articles, well before I put this episode together because it just made sense. When the Most High puts things in your spirit, you have ability to see things. Another area of covenants that we're going to speak on is trusting in the healthcare systems. And our healthcare system was set up to destroy the lifespan of the people around the world. And one of good examples, look at how they vaccinate our children. When you depend on the system to give you birth to your children and allow them to inject your child with vaccines, they are, then you are signing into a covenant with Babylon. You are defiling your child in the eyes of the Most High. You've now put chemicals into the temple of your child and you do not know the short or long-term effects. You know, we'd be foolish and naive to believe that our healthcare system cares about our well-being. The healthcare system in Babylon isn't here to cure you, but it's here to treat you. Healthcare is a big business, and I'll be speaking on that. I mean, why do you think cancer is still around? Why do you think they don't promote exercise and a balanced diet? I mean, look at the last year of, the, of this whole pandemic. They kept your fast food restaurants open, fast food places open. They kept your Walmarts, your Targets, all the places that sell junk. They kept your liquor stores and tobacco stores open, but they had to close the gyms, of course, right? So when you go to your enemy for treatment, you signed up for a covenant. It doesn't matter if you go to a clinic, a doctor's office, you know, a hospital, a pharmacy. It doesn't matter. You are signing into a covenant, especially when you sign those papers. These people can poke and prod on you in any way, shape, or form once you give them the clearance. And in most cases, you're signing your rights over, so they're not going to even be held liable for your ignorance. When you sign anything at a hospital, you are signing a waiver and you are entering into a covenant. 
It doesn't even, it's not just a hospital, it's a clinic, it's a doctor's office, it's a pharmacy. Why do you think they always have you signing things? What are you signing? Are you actually reading it? Most people, I've been guilty of this, you just sign right away, give them your signature because you just want it over with. You know, after taking my last vaccine at the age of 18, I decided after I got sick to never go back for a vaccine and to never go back to the doctor unless absolutely needed. The only time I've ever needed to go to the doctor for anything major was when I went through surgery for my knee. That was it. You know, if I broke a bone, that's one thing, but I do not go back for quote unquote annual checkups. Are you kidding me? And depend on man to keep me healthy. All of this always seemed off to me. You know, there's we have the internet. You have the vast worldwide internet where you can learn information. You can buy books. You know, people forgot to read. There's also books out there. There's books on holistic medicine. There's books on planting foods. There's books on the importance of fitness and exercise. There's, a, there's books on the right diet for you. There are books on learning your right body type. There's books on brain exercises, but we, we just, we don't think that way, do we? The Babylonian system demonizes holistic doctors and pushes the narrative that these individuals who depend on the earth's resources are not real doctors you know they the babylonian system would rather fill us up with chemicals to destroy our body and our organs only to depend on them for treatment it's not a cure but it's treatment and i have multiple family members that take multiple medications and it's basically going to be for life from things such as high cholesterol to high blood pressure to have hypertension, so on and so forth. And it's just disappointing. It's disheartening when you try to help people with information. I remember I had sent my family, everybody in my family, I asked them to promise me that they'd watch this movie series. Like, it's not even a movie series. It's a YouTube series. A, a, a page that was recently deleted entitled The Minister of Wellness. And The Minister of Wellness focuses primarily on plant-based lifestyle and the importance of he calls it the gene bomb the g-bombs greens beans onions mushrooms berries and seeds all of which the most high told us to live off of that we can live off the land and he breaks it down in a 12-part series where he'll break down the g-bombs which are the greens he'll break down all of your greens in one series and then all of your different types of beans, and then all of your different types of onions, all your different types of mushrooms, all your different types of berries, and all your different types of seeds into the importance of taking them. And this 12-part series couldn't have been more than like three, four hours. So, you know, if you really cared about it, you could have finished it in like two, three weeks. None of my family members watched it. None. Even some family members came at me and said that they knew everything that was in that series. Because they themselves were once plant-based. They themselves were the ones who told me about being plant-based, right? So there's nothing new for them to learn. But then we have other family members. I have a family full of nurses. But they don't think it's weird that they're on medications. They don't think it's a little odd. When... So many situations and cases of people who have lost a ton of weight by getting fit, fit and active, cutting out the meat, cutting out the dairy, cutting out the sugars, cutting out the alcohol, cutting out the tobacco, had changed their lives to the point where they were able to get off their own medication. You, you can go find that information if you just care enough to look for it. But no, we continue to create covenants, we continue to idolize systems of man. 
I mean, think about it. They, your, your experts, your, your idol worshipers, the one that your leaders told you two weeks to slow the spread or two weeks to, to slow the curve. Where are we now? Almost in May. And they have your best interest in hand? They care about your health? Okay. You know, all of these, all of this is so obvious. think about it you just honestly understand that parents continue to sacrifice their children onto this babylonian nephilim system by going to hospitals and birthing their children in these wicked places full of witchcraft hospitals are witchcraft i don't care what anybody says that system is witchcraft and i'm about to break the whole lid off that trust and believe hospitals that cut the umbilical cord super quick that take the placenta to the point where they don't even want you to take it they separate your baby from the mother so quickly. They vaccinate the child right away. And then we allow ourselves to continue to go back to these clinics, these doctor's offices, these hospitals, anytime our children get sick. Instead of letting our children's immunity, immune systems build, we just continue to go back and forth, back and forth, taking antibiotics, putting vaccines in our bodies, doing this, doing that. The Most High gives us the ability to heal our youth and ourselves. We do not need doctors or hospitals in order to live healthy and happy lives. That's not even true. Doctors and hospitals really have no use outside of accidents such as broken bones or anything of that such. If you got to stitch somebody up or they have a broken bone or they're in a car accident, that's all you need. Or if they need emergency surgery on an organ or something, but you don't need them for everyday healing. Are you serious? The healthcare system isn't meant to cure anything. It's simply meant to treat us. My great-grandma in, in Nigeria lived to 110. She wasn't, vac- she wasn't vaccinated. She wasn't visiting the doctor once a month. She didn't have healthcare insurance. She lived off the land. I mean, why do you think they pump our children full of ADHD medicine? By the time our child and children are old enough to think on their own, they are already defiled and have, they have changed who they were supposed to be. They're already done. All those vaccines, all of those chemicals in their body have corrupted them. I mean, look at today's youth. I'll say it once, I say it again. Trusting in the healthcare system is a covenant that you are creating with this Babylonian wicked system. You're defiling yourself and your family and you're disrespecting the Most High. Babylonian world system is trusting in the religious systems. In my opinion, religion is the strongest form of a covenant in Babylon because it openly accepts the majority of all abominations. I mean, at this point, it really does. No one speaks out against it. 
you can you can look at Christianity for instance. Did anybody throw up their arms against the Pope when the Pope openly accepted civil unions between gays? No one said anything. I had family members who claimed to be Christian, claimed to believe in in their Jesus, and they had nothing to say about the Pope. They never called the Pope out. They never were enraged. These are the same family members that are gonna watch Tyler Perry who pushes homosexuality, who pushes feminism, who pushes transgenderism, who pushes cross-dressing. But these, but these Christians don't care. And religion is predicated off of idolatry, 100%. Religion is a spell. Religion is a curse. Why do you think half of these Christians have already taken the vaccine? Why do you think half of these, I'm not going to even just say Christian, why do you think all of these religious people have already taken the vaccine? So many of them have already defiled their temple. And I'll use Christians for this example because in their text, it talks about the mark of the beast. In Revelations. But yet, I've seen Christians in my own family ignore their own book ignore their own warnings in their own book but then they claim that their messiah is real that is that it's their salvation and my salvation you know that's one of the most wicked things you can say to somebody's try to use fear on them and push something on them push idolatry on them and say oh you're going to go to hell this and that if you don't listen to me that's all it is it's just fear mongering in a curse and it's idolatry and it blinds them you see Religion takes your soul, slowly but surely. That's why it was fed to us in the church system. That's why it was fed to us from a young age. And the Most High delivered many of his children from the grasp of religion. I myself never ever connected with the church system, never ever connected with the idea of Jesus, never ever connected with the idea of going to donate money to a church and not knowing where it went only to realize that it was a 5013C government entity, a nonprofit essentially, that had tax breaks, but somehow collected your money. That does that make any sense? Where in most cases the pastor, the preacher, the priest, the Pope, they're they're multimillionaires, they're wealthy, if not set for life. And I started to see through the gimmick. I started to see, hey, wait a minute. This is actually just a gimmick. This is actually just a deception. People are being bamboozled. People are being manipulated through their own idolatry. And we're at such a point in time where these people really think all they have to do is sit around and wait for a Messiah to come and save them, for a man. Let me say that again. For a man to come back and save them. And they can't even get their story straight, the ones who believe in this Christ. Half of them say, oh, that's the son of God. And, you know, God gave his only begotten son to us for our sins and he died for our sins. So if that's the case, why are you all still dying? If that's your salvation, where is he, by the way? So he just put the, the do not disturb sign up this whole time. He's just on vacation. He, he's out of the office. You send him a prayer, but you get the automated response of out of the office response is that is that what happens you know i'm not at my altar right now but please leave your name your number and your detailed prayer and i'll surely get back to you at some date 
you know, religion literally is a curse and it blinds people. And I personally don't want anything to do with it. And there's some people that I've been around that are so blinded by it that they want to fight me for believing just in God, believing just in the Most High. They want to get angry at me if I don't give all praises to their Jesus. And all religions were created as a divide and conquer mechanism. Why do you think there's thousands, if not tens of thousands of different religions, but yet every single one fights tooth and nail and damns each other to hell if they don't agree with their way, right? Do you think the Most High ever created religion? That he would make it so confusing that you would have to basically play Russian roulette with what's right? Or do you think the Most High just gave us simple instructions to live by, such as law, statutes, and commandments that we could apply to our life, teach to our children, law, statutes, and commandments that are in our hearts, in our souls, because you know what's right from wrong. As long as you have a soul, you know what's right from wrong. Most High wanted us to have knowledge, to seek knowledge, to seek the Most High, to make the Most High our teacher. Why do you think the Most High stated that we die from lack of knowledge? So people nowadays just want to be given what they're told in their religion and never to question it. They never question their Bible. They never question their Quran. They never question their Torah. They never question their Old Testament. They never question anything. And we've all been guilty of it. All of us have been deceived. But the difference is those who are not in religion and those who read the Torah, read the Old Testament and are actually questioning it are the ones that are going to come to the truth. And we're going to be okay with that because we know that's what the Most High wants us to do. Didn't the Most High say, seek the Most High with all your heart, all your might, all your soul? To trust in the Most High? So how could we be seeking the Most High if we're taking something that man gave to us and just, just you know, not questioning and just, you know, here we are, we've made it. This is a lifelong process of, of eliminating what isn't truth. It's a lifelong process and it never ends. And when you look at religions, look for instance at the Christianity, look at how wealthy these pastors, these preachers, these priests are. Look at Joel Osteen, who opens up a Houston church that used to be the Houston Rockets old arena. And then doesn't open it up to people after a flood. refuses to open it at first only after he gets scrutinized does he offer to open it and that's supposed to be somebody that you trust in that you would put your life on the line for you'd gamble with to to bring you to what heaven so somebody's supposed to lead you a man that's supposed to show you the way right that's why you know religion is the biggest covenant at least that's my opinion religion is the biggest covenant because you you don't see these these christians barely any of them questioning the education system question, questioning the questioning the financial systems the government systems in fact they are the ones that are still voting they're the ones that are still trying to get rich in the system they're the ones who still hand over their kids to the system they're the ones who still are on medications and believe in the healthcare system You know, I can at least respect when somebody says that they don't believe in religion, but they believe in a higher power. I can at least respect that. They may not understand the law, statutes, and commandments, but that's why a lot of people just 
turn away from the Most High anyways because of religion, because they know it's BS. They are using their common sense and their discernment, and they're like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. How 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 is it that you tell me that this is the Son of God, he died for my sins, but then some of you are saying, no, actually, Jesus is God. Jesus is my salvation. You see, you know how many times they, they mess up the story? So if that's the case, how can God die? The creator. You see how that makes people think that there's no creator and that they're, they're apt to believe in evolution and believe in science and believe in man and believe in, believe in a spinning globe and believe in space and extraterrestrial. According to the Showbiz Cheat Sheet article entitled The Shocking Net Worth of These Ten Richest Pastors Will Blow Your Mind, written by Karen Bennett and published on January 31st, 2019, I'm just going to quickly go through these ones. Prophet TB Joshua of Nigeria, 10 to 15 million. Joyce Mayer, 8 million. TD Jakes, 18 million. Frank Graham, 25 million. Rick Warren, 25 million. Creferol Dollar, 27 million. And the name tells you what he's about. Dollar. Joel Osteen, 40 million. Benny Hinn, 60 million. Pat Robertson, 100 million. And Kenneth Copeland, 300 million. The same Kenneth Copeland that, in quote, said, You can't manage that today in this dope filled world get in a long tube with a bunch of demons that's what he said about flying with people in commercial airlines and defending his his request for a private jet that's the same demon that you believe in the same demon that is preaching to you the gospel right showing you how to survive right showing you that your religion is right huh the same one whose ministries is located on a 1,500-acre campus near Fort Worth, Texas, and the grounds include a church as well as a private airstrip and a hangar for a $17.5 million jet and other aircrafts. And there's other reports that this Copeland is worth more, is worth $750 million or more, so that $300 million may even be short. And so when it comes to covenants... We must remember that Babylon doesn't even follow its own rules. <laughs> Babylon breaks its own rules at all times, and the rules only be benefit who they want them to benefit, plain and simple. So it would be unwise to continue agreeing and creating covenants with this wicked elite system. That's just what I got to say on that topic. Covenants only destroy you, plain and simple. Covenants are not here for our best interests. Let's take a look at Exodus chapter 23, verse 32. You shall not seal a covenant with them or their gods. Just a direct instruction from the Most High. Right off the bat, because the Most High knew what these covenants would do to us if we started following the ways of man and partaking in worshiping of other gods and idolatry. The Most High already explained that to us. That's pure idolatry when you believe in their systems and you believe in their ways and you get away from the ways of the Most High.
Leviticus chapter 26, verse 1. You shall not make idols for yourselves, and you shall not erect for yourselves a statue or a pillar, and in your land you shall not emplace a flooring stone upon which to prostrate oneself, for I am the Most High your God. I mean, how many statues and pillars do we see? How many graving images do you see in these churches and these, these cathedrals all over the world? How many do you see? It's all they deal with is the image of man, the image of their gods. And they show you in plain signs. These images throw up Baphomet right in front of your face. Baphomet signs, the two-horned devil. They'll show you in plain sight, but most people don't care to look into it. People just run with whatever they're told to do. That's today's society, even adults. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 31. Most High, your God, is a merciful God. He will not abandon you, nor destroy you, and he will not forget the covenant that he swore to you. And the covenant is for all righteous people. That's the covenant. Don't let them tell you about these stories and whatnot. The covenant is just for the righteous. The Most High only cares about righteousness. All righteous lives matter, regardless of skin complexion. Don't let them fool you into believing. To rely on the stories, the stories, the stories. That's all they can give you. That's all these Nephilim beasts can push down on you is their stories, which is the stories of themselves. And it's time for that to be called out because it's created way too much division, way too much distraction, way too much divide. Way too much turmoil. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 through 20. I call heaven and earth today to bear witness against you. I have placed life and death before you, blessing and curse, and you shall choose life so that you will live, you and your offspring. Verse 20, to love the Most High your God, to listen to his voice, and to cleave to the Most High. The Most High is your strength, is your life and the length of your days, to dwell upon the land that the Most High swore to your forefathers to give them. really could have just been simple all of this could be cured if we just snapped out of our idolatry but you know the righteous know that that's not going to happen because many many people are wicked nowadays and many many people have to be cleaned out i told you the most high is cleansing the earth as we know it right now it's cleansing the earth It would be wise to be on the right side of the Most High in these days ahead because that's what's going to save you. People die for lack of knowledge. So if you refuse to even try to get in tune or get right with the Most High, you should already know what's going to happen. 2 Kings chapter 17, verse 37 through 39. And the decrees and the laws and the Torah and the commandment that he wrote for you, you shall observe to do all the days. You shall not fear the gods of others, 
Verse 38, And the covenant I sealed with you, you shall not forget, and you shall not fear the gods of others. Verse 39, Rather, you shall fear the Most High, your God, and he will save you from the hand of your enemies. And that's all we are to do. It's all about the laws, the statutes, and the commandments. It's all about righteousness. It's not about the stories. They didn't say, hey, memorize the story so that you can live. No, it's the laws, the statutes, the commandments. It didn't say say, worship the stories. It didn't say observe the stories. It's talking about the laws, the statutes, and the commandments. Not what these Christians will tell you in church. Not what they'll tell you in other religions. It's not even about religion. It's about just the laws, the statutes, the commandments, the instructions of life so that you may live. But this, that's, that's all that this has ever been about. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 28. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 4 first woe they are a sinful nation a people weighed down by iniquity evil offspring destructive children they have forsaken the most high they have angered the holy one and they have turned their back to the most high that's what every that's the majority of people we've accepted all of this wickedness and we have turned our back on the most high And then when things get bad, we're going to start screaming out. The majority of people are going to start screaming out in the days ahead. Better trust and believe that. That's next. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 28. But calamity awaits rebels and sinners together, and those who forsake the Most High will perish. And that's all we're going to continue to see in the days ahead, in the weeks ahead, in the months ahead. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 31 the mighty will be like flax and its maker like a spark and the two of them will burn together with no one to extinguish it Isaiah chapter 2 verse 22 withdraw from man who has breath in his nostrils for with what is he deemed worthy all of these systems that you sign up for all of these covenants that you are under That's the ways of man. The Most High is telling you to withdraw from it. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20. Woe to those who speak of evil as good and of good as evil, who make darkness into light and light into darkness. They make bitter into sweet and sweet into bitter. That's exactly where we're at right now. That's exactly how the system of Babylon, all these covenants have been set up they tell you that it's good but really it's evil they tell you that what's good is evil they flip everything on you everything is inverted in this society isaiah chapter 9 verse 17 17 through 19 for their wickedness will burn within them like the fire it will consume thorns and weeds and it will kindle the branches of the forest they will become they will be overcome by the intensity of the smoke verse 18 by the wrath of the most high the land is charred the people has become like fuel for a fire they have no mercy one for another verse 19 he snatched from his right and remains hungry he consumed on his left but they are not sated everyone will eat the flesh of his own arm and the 
wickedness of our forefathers destroyed them and it's continued to destroy us to this time. And these are prophecies. And look how, how history continues to repeat itself. When things get really bad, when things are really exposed, people will turn on each other in these end of days. But they'll never ever turn on the elites. Just like the brother Edgar Mendick says, they'll never ever turn on their elites. Plain and simple. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 11. I will visit evil upon the earth and upon the wicked their iniquity, and I will end the pride of the wanton and bring low the haughtiness of the mighty. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. These covenants do you no good. These covenants are meant to distract and eventually destroy you. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 22. But there is no peace through the wicked, said the Most High. And that's the truth. You can see it every day. People are not in peace. Their one small win was a guilty verdict. That hasn't even, the system, and the, and the situation isn't even over yet. That's their one small win. You know how many L's they're going to take the rest of this year? Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22. For my people are stupid. They have not recognized me. They are foolish children, and they are not discerning. They are wise at doing evil, but know not how to do good. And that's the average people. They love evilness. They love foolery. They love wickedness. That's, that's, that's who they are. It's becoming harder and harder to connect with people because more and more people are under the spell of Babylon. It's like you're talking to somebody who isn't even there anymore. They're not even, the, they're a shell of the person they used to be. It's, it's disheartening. Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 3 through 5. Say to them, thus said the Most High, Cursed is the man who will not listen to the words of this covenant. Verse 4, that I command you and your forefathers, saying, listen to my voice and fulfill the commandments according to all that I command you, so that you will be a people for me and I will be a God for you. Verse 5, in order to fulfill the oath that I swore to your forefathers to give them the land flowing with milk and honey as this very day. And we're simply, the righteous are simply instructed to obey the Most High. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's that's the only covenant that we are supposed to have, and everything else is taken care of. Our education, our finances. You don't even have to have finances. We don't even have to worry about that. Our health care, everything. There's no government. There's no religion. You just have the Most High. You have a peaceful life in your own domain with your family. Don't have anybody telling you what to do, how to do it, when to do it, why to do it, where to do it. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 40. I will seal an everlasting covenant with them, that I shall never depart from them to bestow goodness upon them, and I will place my fear in their hearts so that they do not turn away from me. And that's what's going to happen with the return of the Most High. Eventually... Once people see the Most High exalted, they're going to have no choice but to join or it's over for them. Most High has given enough people enough time to, to get right in this last year and a half, just in this last pandemic. 
and most people just just refuse to seek the most high most people just refuse to listen and that's fine most high is not going to force you to be righteous I've said that time and time again that's your own free will Ezekiel chapter 30 verse 12 I will make the rivers dry and deliver the land into the hand of evil people and I will make the land and all that fills it desolate by the hand of foreigners I the most high have spoken and that's that's why we're in the situation we're in today because the, the land is in the hand of foreigners of course these people these these elites want you this Nephilim system wants you to create a covenant because they know you then you're Rebellion against the Most High. That's why they want you in a covenant. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 26. I will seal a covenant of peace with them. It will be an external, an eternal covenant with them, and I will place and increase them, and I will place my sanctuary among them forever. And that's what we are to expect in the days ahead, brothers and sisters. That's why it's important to remain righteous and re- remain steadfast. And it's important to prepare so that you can endure it to the end. Amos chapter 5, verse 10. They despise the one who admonishes by the gate, and the one who speaks purely, purely they detest. And that's you, righteous brothers and sisters. They don't like you. Your family will dislike you. Your own friends will dislike you. Your colleagues, it'll start happening. Watch. The minute you start trying to seek righteousness and helping people, they'll turn on you. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 12. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a city with iniquity. What do you think these countries are built off of? What do you think iniquity is? It's, it's these covenants that they have you signing into. That's what's happening to you. Psalm chapter 146, verse 3. Do not rely on nobles nor on a human being, for he holds no salvation. Plain and simple. You get no salvation from the system. There's nothing in the system that's going to save you. And the system's already shown you that it can't even... It can't even keep up to its promises. I don't know how people still believe that things are going to go back to normal. That's beyond me, man. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 4 through 5. Those who forsake the Torah praise the wicked, but the keepers of Torah contend with them. Men of evil will not deserve the inevitable judgment, but those who seek the Most High will understand all. Just follow the instructions of the laws, the statutes, the commandments. Do not be so worried about stories. Don't be. Focus on the instructions and you will know what's going to happen. You'll be protected. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 12. If a ruler hearkens to falsehood, all his servants are wicked. So brothers and sisters, are you going to continue to believe in this system are you going to continue to sign up in these covenants and extend your covenants or are you going to break free and return to the most high like the most high has instructed you to do ultimately the choice is yours but people will be forced to choose sides because time is of the essence and many things are about to get dark so wishing you all the best in your preparation a warning to the wicked May the Most High bring calamities, strife, iniquities upon you. To those who curse me, my family, and are aiming to retaliate against me for exposing them. 
to those who hate the Most High and His and His righteous men and women, along with the creation, to those who trick or mock the Most High's righteous men and women, to those who want to see me lose my career, my livelihood, my health, my finances, or even my life. May the Most High do unto you tenfold. May the Most High put a curse upon you and eradicate you and your entire family seed and lineage. May you no longer inhabit the earth. For the Most High speaks through me. I'm here to do this righteous work. Therefore, I will send a curse upon those who wish for my downfall. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High, and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled, May you, and may you have peace of mind all your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Shalom.